Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood here with Jake Thomas. Jake, what's up, buddy? Man, doing great. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a struggle win. I hate to say it Saturday, but we've got a lot. We, we saw a lot that needs to be worked on, and uh, we're going to talk about that, you know, tonight and other things. So uh, I'm ready to get into it, brother. Yeah, there is. There's a lot to kind of dissect looking at this game. But first, as always, got to give a shout out to our uh, our partners at uh, BetOnline.ag. You know, the college football season is in full swing. So is the National Football League. So make sure you head on over to BetOnline.ag today and sign up and start making your online sports bets over there at BetOnline.ag. They have futures if you want to bet on who you think is going to win the AFC or the NFC, the Heisman. You know, whatever it may be, you can do that at betonline.ag. And like I, like always, you can sign up today on your mobile device or on their website. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. All right, Jake, uh, we got some people diving into uh, the live show tonight. And as always, the chat is open. We're here to, to discuss any topic that you drop in the chat uh, give us your thoughts on the game against Florida and and kind of how it played out. What your thoughts are on this Alabama team, the 2021 version. So, like I said, the chat's open, so make sure you jump in there tonight. Also, make sure you do share this episode on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just whatever. Share the link, and we can get as many people in here as possible. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, just wherever you listen to podcasts at. You can find the Tide Talk podcast. All right, Jake, all that is out of the way. Let's get into the bones and the of, of the episode. Uh, just initially, Jake, w- what are your, you know, just initial thoughts uh, about this uh, game against Florida? First quarter, it was going exactly how I thought it was going to go. Uh, I mean, offensively, we was – everything was just clicking. Uh, defensively, I mean, every, we were stopping – uh, in with Jones when we needed to, and uh, then the second quarter hit, and it's like, I mean, it was like a, a black hole hit, and we could not do anything. I mean, we could not stop them on defense. We couldn't. We couldn't run the ball. We couldn't pass. We. I think we only averaged three total yards in in the second quarter, and I'm like, man, this is not Alabama football. I, I don't know what's wrong. I said halftime adjustments will be made. Come out of halftime, the you know third third quarter looked looked decent. Fourth quarter, but it still just didn't seem right, you know. But there's a lot uh, that's you know a lot to work on, and and honestly, this is a teaching moment because Alabama needed a game like this. We still ended up getting a, a big win in a tough environment in an SEC school in the swamp, probably one of the toughest places to play. So that is a W. That's something to teach on. But you know, there's a lot that that can that can be improved. And uh, you know, I know Saban is going to be pushing hard on that, especially in two weeks. Yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about in this game, and and our buddy Lane has chimed in. He says, "Fire Pete." <laughs> uh, I'm not willing to go there yet. Uh, but yeah, just the. Uh, Hey, Chris, appreciate you jumping in. Hey, Christian, appreciate it. Thank hey, you, buddy. Thank you, appreciate you jumping in. But, yeah, this uh, – I, I don't really know where to start because, uh, you know, in the moment I was 
pissed as most Alabama fans were right. uh, about the way uh, the defense was, you know, playing the run. But looking back in hindsight, I try to always look at the positive things. But like you mentioned, Alabama got a big road win. I mean, there's not – one thing to think about, Jake, how many teams in the country – would have went into the swamp this past Saturday and played that version of the Florida team and come out with a win. Not many. <laughs> it, 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 no. I mean, maybe, maybe Georgia. Georgia, possibly. And that's I mean, <laughs> th- that's probably Oklahoma wouldn't have done it. They're no. barely escaping Nebraska. Right. In Tulane. Two, Clemson couldn't have done it. I don't think Clemson they couldn't have done it. They're, they're, they have they're no still, offense. They have zero mm-hmm. offense. So. Uh, and uh, and you know, uh, here we go. Got a got a getter fan in here. Yeah, if y'all run for your money, yeah, yeah. Florida did. Florida played a heck of a game. Uh, I mean, th- their quarterback played played really well. Uh, and we just it was just kind of a weird game. Like you said, we had a it was like a <laughs> the best of Alabama in the first quarter and a half. And then the worst of Alabama, the last two and a half quarters. It was, it was a strange game. It was. Christian with some statistics. Here's, here's some great stats. Florida had a 46% success rate running the ball, which is good defense. Mm-hmm. They had a 34% break tackle. Gosh. Yeah, that's another thing is all the missed tackles. I mean, it was like we was in, in high school again trying to arm tackle everybody. I was like, Yeah, that was, was pivotal. That was pivotal. It was. And something you made you made a mention in, in one of our chats that we're in, you know, our our interior middle defense is absolute garbage. I mean, they there's no penetration with the defensive line. There and then the linebackers are out of sorts and there's nobody up the middle to stop the run. Those getting eight, nine yards put it was it was awful. I don't know. What the crap's going on there? But it, it well, just in, in years past, we've had guys like Quinn and Williams, right? Who, who who was a playmaker in the backfield? Christian Barmore was was somewhat of that last year for Alabama. You know, he kind of moved his way up into the to the first part of the second round of the draft. So, but 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 the middle of the of the defense, the interior defensive line, and then Christian Harris and Henry Toa Toa. That Henry Toa Toa and Christian Harris were out of position and filled mm-hmm. the wrong gap you know, half the time against Florida. And yeah. and when you have that, you know, and you pair that with a with an interior defensive line who doesn't get any penetration, who doesn't make any plays, that's what's going to happen. And yeah. so it's – there's a lot to fix on the defense. But th- the good news is we have the dudes to fix it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I have been keeping an eye on Drew Sanders – all season, just for the fact that he's coming in for Christopher Allen. I know he's pretty much got a big spotlight on him. And so far, he's done well. There, I think there was one or two times that he misread the the option. But one one of them, I, I remember people saying, you know, he let he let the quarterback uh, throw it out. And he knew the quarterback was going to throw it out on the option. And then they got a big run, but that was his guy. You know, Emory Jones was his guy. So he covered his guy. There's nobody behind him to cover the running back, you know? So he's, he's done good. I've been very impressed with Drew Sanders coming in, you know, and, uh, and in lieu of Christopher Allen, which it still kind of stings losing Allen, but, and Drew Sanders, not the same type of athlete, but he's good enough to fill that role. 
Yeah, I don't I don't have any real, real complaints on Drew Sanders. Uh, I'm going to jump back in the chat here. Steven says, the secondary struggle, and that's fine, but tell me with Saban that will happen going forward. It won't. Yeah, I, I, the, what's, the, the secondary for me is it's the tackling. Jordan Battle, DeMarco Hellams, they're just not tackling well right now. And, and I don't – I try not to get, you know, too – worked up about pass interference calls because there's such judgment calls. I feel like the ones on Josh Job were, you know. Oh, that was yeah. – I, I, I mean, I, I'm not sure that they were really pass interference, but you know that you have those calls in games. So I'm not really that upset about the way the coverage is, but the but the lack of tackling from the secondary is is not good. <laughs> it's not right. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, the, the chat – go ahead. No, I was going to say – are. Um, I, it might have been the one you were just talking about on that flight, fourth and 18 on the pass interference. The ball landed the dude's feet, and they still called a pass interference. That was garbage. I was yeah, not happy about yeah. that. Well, it was not a good weekend for, for SEC officials. No. It, it was bad across the board. Yeah. Lane says, uh, this is a real take. Golding really does need to rel- relinquish control of the inside backers. I would not have a problem with that. I, I would not have a problem with that. Because – Henry Toa Toa and Christian Harris are dudes. They and are. for some reason, they just cannot figure it out. I don't know if that's on them or if that's on Golding. But some, something needs to be figured out. <laughs> so, uh, that, that might be what it is. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you, Christian. The secondary was fine in coverage. They, they had, had no problems with that. Now, I will say this. The uh, the third and seven, I believe it was, when, when Florida was backed up, you know, around the two or three-yard line, uh, and it was third and seven, and they throw a you know about a five yard route, and Demarco Helms is right there, and I'm not sure what he's doing in coverage, but all he had to do was tackle the guy, and he was I, I don't know what he was doing. He he just jumped up in the air and just totally blew that, and yeah. you know th- that was a chance for Alabama to 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 end the game at that point right there. So I, I'm not sure what's going on with with Demarco. Uh, he he needs to to kind of figure things out, and Jordan Battle does too. The, the, those two guys have not played up to their capabilities, in my opinion. Absolutely. Lane here. Dude, I love this chat. This is great. Um, he's not even experienced in coaching. Three fours his defense was four two five at UTSA prior to his arrival. Yeah, uh but obviously Coach Saban sees something in him. I mean I oh yeah I, I, I don't that that that's one reason I'm just not all over the fire Pete Golden and all that kind of stuff because I mean there's a reason he's there. I mean, C- Coach Saban sees something in him. So, I, as, as long as Coach Saban believes in him, I, I got to believe in him too. I agree 100%. I just – something's wrong with the defense. And yeah. I, it, it's to, – to me, it's split 50-50. It's half on coach and half on players because the, the players are the ones out there on the field executing the game plan that the coach has put out and it's not been executed correctly. Well, and, and Saban mentioned in his press press conference today that the execution was not there. Mm-hmm. And – and I mean, it's these guys. I mean, these guys need to, to wake up. I mean, uh, but I, I'm not ready to, ready to throw in the towel on this team. I think the defense still has a chance to be really good. And okay. hey, Christian, we'll get to the wide receivers here in just a minute. I want to get to yeah. a few more of these comments. Devin Simmons says, a little off topic. What effect, if any, do you see the fact players can now receive compensation will have moving forward years to come? Do the smaller schools start to dwindle away? Real quick, uh, I. The latter part, 
uh, yeah, I could see that having effect on the smaller schools. But as far as the the, the like Bryce Young, he's getting he's making as much money as anybody else with this NIL stuff, and he's playing as good as good as anybody in the country. So, in short, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Yeah, to me, it seems like all these guys, and of course, I don't know all the stars who have you know the NIL stuff, but I'm sure most of them do. But it seems like to me, Bryce has, hasn't let that extra money get to his head because he's playing outstanding. And I even seen an article today that's talking about he he could be the front runner for Heisman right now, which is yep. insane to think about as a sophomore. But I mean, he's got the numbers to, to back it up. All right, Jake. Let's let's talk about the the wide receivers. Christian brought up the the wide receivers, and this is something I wanted to touch on a little bit anyway. Uh, the wide receivers have been inconsistent catching the ball. Mechie's dropped some. Bolden's dropped some. Jamison Williams has dropped some. Treshawn Holden has a drop. So that needs to improve. And and then even more so, they're, they're not creating any separation they're from not. the defensive backs. Bryce Young is having to thread the needle on 90% of his attempts because we're just not creating any separation, you know, from our wide receivers. So that, that needs to improve. I don't know if it's – something to do with the route tree. I wouldn't think that would have changed under Bill O'Brien because Coach Saban says the offense doesn't change with a new coordinator. The coordinator comes in and learns the Alabama the Alabama offense. So right. I, I'm not sure, but that that is concerning to me as far as I, – I thought that we would get a little bit more out of guys like John Mechie and Jamison Williams. Yeah, uh, especially uh, Mechie because, I mean, he was the star – going to be the star this year on that offense, especially wide receivers since we lost, you know, Smitty and Waddle. Um, and we needed somebody to step up. And I thought Mechie could be, you know, I still think he will be that guy. But, I mean, you know, Saturday, Me- uh, not Mechie, but Bolden dropped that. I mean, what what anybody in the freaking state of Florida around him, and he dropped that ball in the end zone, and I, I lost it. But, I mean, that could have been a huge momentum get. Of course, I think we scored the next. Yeah, yeah, still scored. Anyway, we still scored, but just, you know, I was like, my gosh. I mean, that could have, that could have killed, killed any momentum we had if we wouldn't have scored that next play. So, it was yeah, awful. I, I think, and, you know, I talked about this in preseason. I think maybe moving forward, now that Billingsley is, is out of the doghouse, we might see a lot more 12 personnel. We might see – because I, I believe that Cameron Latou and Jaleel Billingsley are maybe our two best playmakers out wide. Absolutely. So we might see a lot more 12 personnel moving forward. That's just kind of my gut feeling. want to get back here in the comment section, you know, in the live chat. We appreciate everybody that's doing that. Doug Vest says, my initial thoughts were that we need better play calling on both sides of the ball. I agree. Yes. They absolutely killed our defense in the middle of the, of the line and on the back end. Uh, yeah, I, once again, I don't think our secondary played bad other than tackling. You're right. Uh, but uh, but up the middle, we, we were we were not very good. Yeah, I agree, Christian. Uh, JoJo Earl needs to see the field more. Uh, we're going to have to find a way to move bolding out for, for JoJo Earl. I, I just think it's uh, it's obvious that Earl is, is the best playmaker among that group of guys. Absolutely. And talking, going back to the defensive front, you know, we have some dudes on that, on that defensive line. And I know uh, Dell had a, had a sack the other day. Uh, I think Byron Young had one, but I do not remember hearing anything about Mathis being, being a problem. Justin, uh, it, it, 
Boygby. Boygby. Yeah. yeah, I haven't heard his name called all year. I mean, somebody's got to step up on that defensive line and take over that unit and be the unit that it can be because, I mean, there's dudes on there. I mean, I you know, we was really high on Tim Smith, and uh, I think he missed a couple of tackles Saturday. So, jumped off sides on, in, jumped on off sides. Play, yeah. So. so, somebody's got to step up on that defensive line and be the guy. When we need a big play, they got to get get that big play for us. Yeah, Elaine's exactly right. There will be a time when dropping the ball will hurt in a big way. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's – that's uh, that's got to get cleaned up. That's just, I mean, it's unacceptable. You're on scholarship at Alabama. If it hits your hands, you need to catch it. Absolutely. I mean, that's it's really that simple. Uh, a few minutes ago, getting moving back up in the chat, Devin asked, "Is there any real concern with the way we ran the ball against Florida?" Well, I, I w- I, I'm not going to say concerning because there really was no concerted effort to run the ball against Florida. I mean, no, it was. I mean, Brian Robinson averaged over five yards a carry on about 14 attempts. I think he had about 14 or 15 carries for 75 yards or, or so. Uh, and, you know, make no mistake, that Florida defensive front is stout. They had that, you know, Zachary Carter, Brett, Britton Cox. There's there's some dudes on that front line for Florida. So, I, I think – and then think about this, Jake. Late in that game, after, after Alabama stops them – uh, on the two-point conversion, we had to pick up at least one first down, and we were able Absolutely. to do that running the football. So, Absolutely. I, I, I think I think the running game uh, is going to be okay. If you remember, it took until the Ole Miss game last year before Alabama found the running game with Najee Harris. And and the truth is, we don't have a Najee Harris, a guy that's going to be a first-round pick. But we have we have guys that are capable of being you know really solid contributors, but. Uh, I'm I'm not too concerned with the run game because I I think if Alabama made a, a concentrated effort to run the ball, you know they would be a little more proficient at it. That's just just my opinion on it. Uh, let's see here. Cassidy says it was like they were playing flag football. <laughs> there were times in that game where Alabama oh, Alabama gosh. like they were trying to pull the flag instead of actually trying to tackle the guy. Yeah, right. But but on the offense, I, I am going to say there, there's Bryce Young has played phenomenal. But Absolutely. I have I have I have one complaint on Bryce. What's that? God gave him the ability oh. to run the, run run with the football. Yes. I'm not saying he needs to run it ten times a game. I'm saying he needs to run it about two or three more times a game than what he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have walked into the end zone uh late in that ball game with about what five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter and the yeah. game's over with. Instead yeah. we had to settle for a field goal. But all he had to do was run into the end zone and the game's over. Yeah, absolutely. It's out, it's, it's out of reach for Florida. And and he did throw it on that play, and if Latou would have had a little bit more awareness where he was at, well, his foot just was, came down. I was like, man. I, I think what threw Latou off was the fact that Robbie Oots stuck his hand up and tipped the ball. Yeah. And that threw Latou off. But, I mean, obviously Latou was open. So, I mean, it's not that he made a bad decision, but right. he could have made a better decision by just running it in and the yeah. game being over at that point. Yeah. All right, Christian says, I know this weekend is a cupcake game. Cupcake cupcake game. Say that five times fast. But what do you want to see from the team leading up to Ole Miss? Yeah. Uh, Very good question. <laughs> yeah, that kind of – I really haven't had time to really process what I really want to see from the team. But just off the top of my head, what needs to happen is – they need to play with intensity for 60 minutes. They they cannot let up. They got up 21 to three. 
I mean, let's not kid ourselves. The first, what, 20, 25 minutes of that game, the defense was dominant and yeah. the offense was dominant. Yeah. And then it's it's like the intensity dropped off and Florida, you know, crept their way back into the game and made it close at the end. So uh, I, I just want to see the team focus and compete for, you know, the entire 60 minutes of the, of the contest against Southern Miss. And I, I want to see some leadership from the team. Uh, Will Anderson, you know, he, he he spoke to the media today, and he talked about how he need to be more vocal. Uh, maybe that happens, but you know, we need guys like Christian Harris, who's who's now he's in his third year as a starter. Jordan yeah. Battle, pretty much his third year as a starter. Josh Job, his second year as a starter. Th- those dudes need to step up. Fedarian Mathis, he needs to step up. LeBron Ray, he needs to step up. Uh, and I know he's been battling injuries, but. But vocally, they need to step up as leaders and and kind of guide this defense because we have way too many dudes on defense to be giving up 250 yards rushing in a game. When's the last time you've seen anybody outrush Alabama? It, it, it's been a long time. Well, I mean, we get outrushed from time to time, but not, just, 90, not 90 to 250. No. So there's a lot – you know, clean up, clean up your missed tackles. Uh, like we have mentioned, you know, secondary played, you know, played all right in coverage. And, uh, you know, so I have no no problems there. And like you said, that there's dudes there. This team is going to put it together. They're too talented. They're too good. And they're too well coached uh, under Nick Saban to, you know, to be, be struggling as bad as they have. But – Eventually, coach is going to get through them that thick head of theirs, and this team is going to be going to be scary because we talked about it all you know all summer. This team is talented. This team is loaded, and and you know, we have said the offense is going to take a little while to get rolling, and the deep was going to, have to count on the defense. But I mean, this this team is too talented to you know to be be that you know not be able to uh, to be struggling like they have. <laughs> well, my my son has made an introduction. There he is. Hey. Well, oh, well. Technical difficulties, people. We're sorry. Hang tight. <laughs> but thanks, buddy. He wanted to bring me some covers. He thought I might be cold. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. But uh, anyways, yeah, I just I. I, I still feel like album is going to be okay. A uh, lot of talent on defense. And, you know, they're going to have a chance to prove it. Uh, Ole Miss, obviously we play Southern Miss next week. That's that's going to be a win. There's no no way around it. But Ole Miss will be a great test. Uh, they're, you know, maybe the best offense in the country. So it's, it's going to be time for Alabama to shine. So that's – that's going to be interesting to see how they prepare for that and, you know, how that kind of goes down in Tuscaloosa. Another comment here, does the fact we have a decent kicker take a lot of stress out of tense situations? Yeah. I, he's only this one kick. Yeah, I would say I, he's decent. I say he's freaking good. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's great. He's as good a kicker yeah. as there is in the country. So, And and you see the importance of, of having a good kicker. Florida missed that extra point, and it completely changed the game. Yeah, absolutely. But – Man, I'm going to be honest. That you know, they almost we we had opportunity to put that game away uh, when they muffed that kick out of the end zone and it rolled to you know, like the one yard line. 
Yeah, and I think yeah. you mentioned mentioned earlier about Helms, but we had a chance to put the game away there, and we just bailed them out. And then they drove. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time a, a team was drove ninety nine yards against the Alabama defense and scored a touchdown. So, man, that just that hurt. Yeah, I agree. He he needs to be uh, yeah. a little more accurate, Doug, on the deep balls. But I think I think three of those have been drops. I was going to say th- I think three of the eleven attempts have been dropped of twenty plus yards. One by Treshawn Holden, one by Jamison Williams, and one by John Mechie. I was going to say how many of that falls on the receivers dropping. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that that would make it that would make it a what four out of a four out of eleven, which ain't great, but it's it's a lot it's a lot different than what one out of eleven is. Absolutely. I I'm not I'm not going to put any blame on Bryce Young because the dude's what he started three games now for Alabama, and he uh, started in a hostile environment last and and held his yeah. wits. I I did. Like the play calling early, getting him involved so early, just for the fact to get him rolling in a hostile environment, he did fine. It was just, it seemed like we just gave up there in the second quarter, and I don't, I don't know, it was just, just odd. It was a weird game. It was a weird game. Yeah. And 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 the further away the game gets, first of all, I don't want to take any anything away from Florida. Florida had a great game plan. They executed well, and uh, you know. They just they just played really well, and Alabama didn't play their A game. But you know what? Alabama still won. I yeah. I don't think we're we're we're, uh, we're really Alabama, we're just spoiled, Jake. The oh, best yeah. way I can put it is, and it's it's really it's really not just us. You know, fans of other teams are have have grown accustomed to uh, Alabama dominating people. So, I mean, excuse my language for what I'm about to say, but. Fans are used to are are they've grown accustomed to Alabama beating the shit out of people, not just winning. Right. I mean, that's the only way I know how to put it. Mm-hmm. And so, anytime, anytime Alabama doesn't do that, you know, it's it's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I mean, yeah. Dennis Dodd, you know, released a report Saturday night about how there's chinks in the armor of Alabama and all this kind of. I mean, good grief, come on! How many times are they going to tell that story? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, the dynasty's been over for, you know, 12 different times over the last 15 years. All right, yeah. yeah uh, let me jump back here in the chat real quick. I yeah. like this one. The defense has no killer instinct. Yes, absolutely. That's, right. that's, that's they've, got, they've got to find – the whole team needs to find that killer instinct. Yep. Up 21-3, to three, and then we went, you know, three straight three and outs on offense, keeping our defense on the field. They were gassed. And and it just led to that domino effect of Florida b- being able to come back in the game. Yep. Christian with a great point. First true road test because of COVID last year, absolutely. And I'm sure that was a crazy environment. It was. No. Uh, Don said Andrew, it was. Hmm. Yeah, he said that was the loudest environment I've ever been in. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's there's a lot of variables, uh, you know, when it comes to this game. Props to the officiating crew for keeping us informed of the time when the clock malfunctioned. Yeah, that sucked. That, that sucked having to, having to watch that on TV. That was terrible. It was. That was. That's bull crap. You won't get the lanes. Lane says, do we cover this Saturday? I don't even know what the spread is. 46. Uh, 46. Gosh. Well, Southern Miss is not very good. Um, they're going to be without their starting quarterback. 
Oh, did not know uh, that. Who happens to be a Bama legacy. His granddaddy Woodrow is Woodrow Lowe. His name is actually Woodrow Lowe as well. But uh, so he's out. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, uh, yeah, it would not surprise me to see Alabama cover that. To be honest with you. Donald Andrew says Bama has this go into the tank mode around the second corner almost every time. Yeah, it's crazy. They jump out and then it's like they just said, "All right, we got it," and they check out. Yeah, and people say that Saban always takes his foot off the gas. I don't know if that's it or not, but I mean, but you mentioned last week if teams can't can't you know stop us from scoring, that's not our problem. It shouldn't be our problem. I mean, it, it's not really sportsman lot to run up the score, but if you can't stop us, we're not going to punt it on first down to you. I mean, what do you want us to do? We're not going yeah. to kneel at every play. I mean, so just just run it and play 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 your bait. You know, offense. I, I, I'm with you. The clock, yeah, just coincidentally started working again as soon as Florida got the ball. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that that was that was a little shady, in my opinion. So chances of Bill O'Brien back on the sideline instead of in the box, since that's what a lot of people are calling for, though Saban said he was cool with him being in the box. I don't think that makes a difference either way. I, I don't think I don't think that's a big issue. That's just my opinion. If if if, if, if O'Brien thinks he's better at calling plays up there, then I'm fine with him being up there. I'm not I'm not gonna judge that. I agree, Donald. I agree. Yeah, I don't think it's so. Yeah, yeah, the mental focus of the team, but and and you're gonna have that. I mean, there's a lot of new guys on the team that are playing roles this year that they're not used to playing. So yeah, it's that that's got a lot to do with it. I think we will pick it up overall, but if we don't pick it up dramatically by the second of October, we're going to get thumped at home. Well, I mean, I, I'm not. I don't think you're wrong, Doug. That I mean, I think Ole Miss can beat us, I, but but. Obviously, they they can beat us. They got a great offense, but I I think I think us as Alabama fans, we we jump to doomsday way too quickly after a close game. I mean, I think everybody in this chat and watching this will say that the twenty twenty Alabama team was one of the greatest teams in college football history. But we went wire to wire with what a what did Ole Miss win six games last year? I think so. Yeah. I mean, so so what I'm saying is is that. You're going to have close games. It's going to happen. The teams we're playing have guys on scholarship too. They have right. coaches that are some of the best at their respective positions. I mean, it's going to happen. You're, these these guys are 17 to 22-year-old kids. They're not going to play perfect every game or every snap of every game. So right. I think Alabama is going to get better. I think we have the best coach in the country. I think we have one of the best rosters in the country. And I think, you know, like Gene Stallings had a famous saying talking about young players, they ain't going to do nothing but get better. Yeah. So I, I just feel like this team is, is going to get better. I think it's, as long as their mental focus is where it needs to be, that, that, that they can take care of business each weekend. Um, also, I just want to point out that I saw this where I come on. Um, the last two seasons – Ole Miss has has ran for 268 yards rushing and 280 yards rushing. And you know what their record is in those two games against us? Zero and two. They haven't beat us. So yeah, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I I think I think people forget that Ole Miss is not very good defensively either. I mean, I I, I don't I, I don't understand everybody's thought process that once Alabama has a close game, that means that 
that all these other teams are, are going to are going to somehow beat us all of a sudden. Like yeah. one game changes everything. Yeah, we're we're, right. we're, we're, we're spoiled, Jake. It's it's we are. It's, it's incredibly. Uh, it's it's crazy how spoiled we are here. I'm going to put up right. a a quote here. I'm not going to read it. Y'all can read that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Devin with the joke here. Which yeah. SEC teams concerns you most is Tennessee? I would say right I, now it, it probably would be Ole Miss. Yeah. Would be the biggest concern. Hey, Tennessee had an upset win over Tennessee Tech this weekend. So <laughs> yeah. congratulations to them. Hey, I, there's a lot of people in the chat. So I want to. Christian, that's exactly, that's exactly the point. Talk to me in November about yeah. this team. Right. The truth is we don't know enough about this team right now. To, to, to really judge them fairly. Yeah, here yeah. we go. All right, yeah, so two lane three for 9.2 yards per attempt versus Ole Miss. What do you think Bryce Young's going to do? Going to tear him up. So let, let's just let's just pump the brakes, relax yeah. a little bit. It was two and a half quarters of bad football. Yeah, that's it. And we still won on the road in Gainesville, in the swamp, where it was hot and muggy and humid, and the fans were going crazy. Score thirty one points down there, but what I was saying, we got a lot of people in the chat. So I got a, I got a chat question. I, I would and, agree with that statement, Donald Andrews. I would agree with that. Yeah, I got a chat question, and you can answer this too, Stacy. And I don't want to pick on the guy, but to me, and we said this last week, Chris Owens is the weak link on the offensive line. Do you think it's time to try to find a different? you know, let somebody else start playing at tackle just to see how it goes. I'll be honest with you. I I didn't have a problem with the offensive line on Saturday. I thought they played pretty good. There was a few, you know, penalties because I mean, that just, the crowd was, 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 uh, was pretty loud, but I'll just be honest with you. I, I I feel like the the offensive line is getting better every game. So uh, I'm not saying pull Chris Owens just yet. I, I, I feel like he actually played probably better, Saturday than he did, you know, the first couple games of the year. Just that's just my opinion. But I haven't watched it a second time. That's just my initial thoughts. I'll probably watch it again when we get done with this. Yeah, I I, I just remember one play. Of course, it really wasn't his fault because uh, he was doing, you know, his blocking, and then Bryce Young just held the ball too long, and he got robbed yeah. by by Collins. Oh, that, that, yeah, that was yeah. not on the no, offensive line whatsoever. No, just Bryce just couldn't. I mean, and, and you talked about separation. The wide receivers just wouldn't get any, any separation, and Bryce had nowhere to throw it to. So, I just uh, let's see here. Yeah, Christian says, you know, I was surprised that George was not next tackle off the bench when. Yeah, I, I would. That that is surprising to me. Uh, Lane says, I just don't think he understands his assignments yet. Completely more reps are needed. I agree. Chris Great. Owens is still pretty fresh to that right tackle spot. Absolutely, he's talented. Oh wow. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, that that left side, Cohen. Cohen. I mean, he he has his mistakes. Obviously, he's a young player, but Cohen yeah. and Neil have done well. And on the right side, when you talk about uh, Ekior and and uh, Owens, Owens, I mean, that's that's pretty solid. Six point seven yards per carry. Uh, that's that's very that. that's very surprising to me. I thought I thought we would have that number on the left side, but so so that goes to show you that that see our eyes lie to us sometimes. I mean, people think that our running game is not great, but have we even made a concentrated effort to run the ball at all this year? Not yet. No, we haven't. I mean, what does Bryce have? How many attempts does he have on the season? I mean, Christian, you're the stat guy. (laughs) How many many attempts does Bryce have on the season compared to rushing attempts for the team? 
I would like to see that stat. And did you see the reason uh, uh, Saban, I think Saban come out or, or somebody come out with the reason why Trey Sanders didn't play and it was for his pass rush. Uh, so that's why he didn't really play much in the Florida game. So I'm sure we'll see him a lot more moving forward. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. People have talked about the, the running game and, and B-Rob's averaging over five yards a carry. Uh, I, I think I think B-Rob's done just fine. I mean, I, I, I just don't think we have, you know, an elite talent right now at running back like we did last year with Najee. I mean, that's just – and you're not going to have one every year. No. Not, not. not an elite guy. I like th- 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 I like this a lot. Maybe time to play m- some more explosive players on offense. Trey Sanders, Jai Hall, JoJo Earl. Yeah, I'm I'm anxious to see if some of those younger receivers work their way into the lineup. All right, here we go. A hundred pass attempts so far to eighty-eight rush attempts. Yeah, see that's that's uh that's that's kind of surprising. I mean, we it's a little closer than I thought, but I mean we're, we're passing the ball. 100 times to 88 times. So, yeah, that, we haven't really made that concentrated effort. So, uh, I think maybe this weekend we could see something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, Najee was complete and elite. Yeah, I mean, he was an every down back. He's been an every down back in Pittsburgh so far in his rookie season as well. So, yeah, it's a, it's just a totally – it's just a di- – and we talked about that in the preseason. Everybody did. It was going to be a running back by committee. Because there's not just that one dude that you can rely on for all three downs, right? So I, I think the running backs are fine. I mean, I you're starting to see the emergence of Jace McClellan, and um, you know I think he's he's the next guy in line. He no, could be, no, he's, he's he's really good out of the backfield. Yeah, and he to me he's the one that's starting to to show that star potential. Yeah, you know, be hey, the next. Appreciate it, guy. Doug. Roll Tide. Thanks, Doug. Roll Tide. So. Yeah. Well, Jake, I don't really have – I mean, that's – I I really enjoyed this because the, the chat really drove the show. If y'all don't have anything else to add in the chat, we can start to kind of wind things down. We've went for nearly 40 minutes, and uh, we've kind of talked about the offense a little bit, the defense. You know, quietly the special teams had a really solid day. Rockard made his only field goal attempt. He made all his extra points. The punter had his best game of the season, at, you know, a net average of 42.5 yards per punt. Uh, Jamison Williams returned two kickoffs for, you know, an average of 25 and a half yards per return. So a really solid day from the special teams unit. Uh, all right, we got a couple more comments real quick. I like the early plan to throw to the backs because they could – yeah, yeah. Throwing to the perimeter, you know, to the backs was was really key in the first part of that game. And so, yeah, that, that was that – was, you know, I really like that plan. Uh, here's Lane. He says, go Braves, go Chargers, <laughs> roll tight. <laughs> Excuse me. John had a good comment, too. Um, I just wonder about – I don't remember. I can't remember what we was running uh, on defense. But Yeah, I haven't had a chance to go back and yeah. watch the game again. Uh, I have to go back and watch to, to give you a better answer, John, but I appreciate you asking that. If anybody knows in the chat, go ahead and and, uh, and put that in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I I said the exact same thing. Okay, we ran right. most of the we ran most of the nickel according to Christian. Okay, I I, I believe Christian. He he knows his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Th- this this is very true. We, I I don't know what happened, 
but I, I talked to my dad at halftime on the phone and I said, why did we completely go away from our plan in the second quarter? Right. I mean, we just completely abandoned the plan and started taking deep shots when taking the underneath stuff was working. So I, yeah. I, I'm with you, Christian. I'm not sure what happened there. It worked all game. Um, but one of the positives offensively and uh, is, you know, we, we talk about having two tight ends on, on the field at one time, how it can be a mismatch problem. And Jaleel Billingsley got wide open. Uh, on uh, on his touchdown, and so, he's a playmaker. He's a he playmaker. Is. We're gonna so, have to find a way to have him and Latou on the field, man, together. Uh, because I mean, I I don't I hate talking about players. I know, but but Slay Bolton's not getting it done. Yeah, yeah. So whether that means bringing in twelve personnel or putting in JoJo Earl on his spot, we we've got to figure out something because we, we got to we. You're not going to beat teams with 15 play drives anymore. You have to have some explosive plays on offense. Christian said he didn't get any action after that TD. I don't remember him being on the field after that, to be honest. So I'm yeah, not sure I, what, uh, what happened there. But I think if he's if he's out of the doghouse, he's got to be an integrated in that in the game plan every week because he's too too talented to be. You know, uh, I mean, it's at the slot, if you get him lined up with a with a linebacker, he's going to outrun that linebacker. He's He's got speed to be a big guy like he is. Yeah, yeah. I, I the 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 Slade Bolden thing that that's got to change. Whether, like I said, whether it's JoJo Earl or you know just playing more twelve personnel. So just kind of have to wait and see how how that kind of goes moving forward. And just got to clean up the the drop passes. That that's yeah. got to get cleaned up too. Yeah, it's, it's it, on offense. Everything is an easy fix. Mm-hmm. Clean up the drop passes. Uh, you know, just the offensive line just needs more time together, which we talked about that before the season even started. Yep. Uh, and and that that to me, that's that's really about it. Bryce needs to be willing to use his legs a little bit more, especially on third and long when there's nobody open and he's got a lane the size of Texas. Take it, mm-hmm. get the Take first it. down, and yep. get down. Yeah. So, two good questions there. Yeah, I like this. Uh, Billingsley and Mitch, you need to become that dynamic tandem to stretch the defense. Agree 100%. I agree. His last question, what do you guys think about the shuffle pass to the tight end that Bill O'Brien implemented? I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine yeah. with it. What about this? You, you brought up the shuffle pass. First of all, I, I don't know why. I'm just not really a fan of that play. It's okay. But did you – why Georgia Tech ran that on fourth and goal from the two-yard line against Clemson, why did they think that would work? I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if y'all saw that or not, but they had a chance to to potentially tie that ball game if they score a touchdown there and then make you know go for two. But that was just a crazy that was a crazy I, I don't know. I'm not crazy about the shovel pass. Yeah. It would have worked. <laughs> but real real quick before we get out of here, Stace, I know we're gonna try to do one before, you know, the end of the week, uh previewing uh southern miss yeah. but right now as it stands let's get a little sec in here right now as it stands who are you taking saturday arkansas or AM? I saw you post it so i want to get your thoughts on that uh, I, I think right now you i mean arkansas is the team that's playing the best at at this point in time um is it at arkansas or is it no at- it's it's a neutral site game i believe no, that's that's 
good for for them. I think. Dom, Dom says Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Dallas. It's in Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right. I thought it was an interesting game. I'm pretty. I, I, I'm pretty. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that you're correct, Donald. Yeah, at Jerry World. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. Defense looked tired in the second half. Maybe need to rotate more defensive linemen and Moody Lawson linebacker. Yeah, the 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 no doubt the defense was tired in the second half. I mean, they they mm-hmm. they were gassed. And I want to give a shout out to Will Anderson. You know, he said Dude, he's a beast. beast. I know he. You know, they, he was questionable all week because of you know the the knee injury that. He got uh, against Mercer, and then he becomes a player, you know, uh, SEC defense player of the week. I mean, as long as he he's on the field, we're going to we're going to get some some stops because you can't block him. You cannot block him. He's he's too talented, and, and I mean that bull rush that he does is amazing. All right, hey, this is going to be our last question. Thoughts on Georgia? Go ahead, Jake. Georgia is all right. Um, oh, I mean, they're good. Their defense is stout. But we have seen that Clemson does not have the offense that they that they had, you know, in years past. And JT Daniels, I mean, Stetson Bennett right now, statistically, I think he's done better than JT Daniels. And we all know how Bennett played a few years ago. So, I still want to see what the offense does. Of course, I know they got a lot of injuries, but I do not see right now anybody in the East beating them. Uh, Kentucky, they had a tough it out against Chattanooga, and I'm high on Kentucky. I still think they finished second, but I just don't think they got talent right now to beat Georgia. Well, I mean, Georgia's obviously a really good football team. I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're as they're as good as as anybody else in the country, but I think we're, they're being a little overhyped. Because they did get that win over Clemson, but I mean Clemson has looked pathetic every week. Mm-hmm. I mean they they're not they are a shell of the team they used to be, and and I mean right now Jake neutral site game who you think would win Florida or Clemson? Oh, I think Florida will to be honest. I mean that that's that's who I would think would win. I mean yeah. so uh, to me I, I'm not sure that. I think Alabama's win in Gainesville is is far more impressive than what Alabama or than what Georgia's win at at uh you know at that neutral site game against Clemson was. Yeah. So Georgia hasn't really played uh the type of opponent or in the type of environment that Alabama's played in yet. So it's 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 not quite as fair to to judge Georgia in comparison to Alabama at this point in time. But uh, well. At this point, no. Clemson's defense looks better than ours, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. But yeah, but I mean, I, I, you're not going to win on defense anymore. That's not the. That's not how it works. No. But you know, you're talking about. Um, I think you're right, Christian. Yeah, I think there's there's locker room issues, but I just I don't know. I and, and talking about you know you haven't really seen a lot, you know, from, from Georgia yet because on based on who they played because Clemson don't look like the team that they used to be. I can say that true about Ole Miss. I mean, they have played three high school teams the first three weeks. Now, I know they're good offensively, but when they play an actual defense, how are they going to look? And we'll see in two weeks. 
at at a true road road court game for them. Yeah, and and I hope Alabama fans, Bryant Denny Stadium has a has a chance to be a great home field advantage as far as you know being a great environment to play well, in. But I forgot about Tulane. <laughs> Bryant Denny Stadium sometimes people are just sitting on their hands, so it's just yeah. uh, it's a little frustrating. Uh, John asked. They said, good job, guys. I'll try to get in earlier next time. When is the next show? We'll shoot for either Wednesday or Thursday night. Uh, we will make sure to uh, to give everybody time to to show up for that, John. We appreciate you watching and, and being in the chat. Yeah, Tulane's no joke, of course. Yeah, they're, they're a good football team. Uh, let's see. Donald says. Oh, yeah. I don't blame him. Everybody gets up for Alabama. See, and that's, that's another thing. Alabama gets everybody's best shot. Right. Hey Christian, we loved having you on, but appreciate you being our status, absolutely. our un, our unofficial statistician. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Roll Tide, John. All right, guys, well, we're fixing to wrap things up. We appreciate everybody jumping in the chat tonight. Had a good time talking about this, you know, Alabama win against Florida. Uh, anytime you get a road SEC win, it is a big deal, and you shouldn't take it for granted. That's just kind of my two cents on it. Alabama played their C minus game. Florida played their A game in their backyard, and Alabama still came out on top. So let's just let's take this win, get better every week. Uh, like I said, make sure you head on over to betonline.ag for all your online sports betting. Uh, make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at Tide Talk Pod. I'm at Blackwood89. I'm at Jake Thomas TTS. All right, guys, roll tide. Roll tide.